Welcome to the Bite Size Fitness Show, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and habits, and break them down into smaller, more digestible, bite-sized pieces of content for you to enjoy. My name is Sean Bikerk, and I am your host, and in today's episode, I'm going to give you my top five glute exercises that you're not doing. So these might be a little bit more obscure than some of the other ones that you've heard about, uh, but I think they're all really, really good, and one of the things you'll notice is they're all single leg variations, which I think have several benefits, which I'll get into later on. Uh, unlike a lot of the other top five videos that I've done in the past, don't think of this one as uh, any particular order. So whether it's one or five doesn't really mean that one's better than the other. Okay, so in no particular order, I'll give you my five. Uh, just like most video or form-based like episodes, it's probably best to watch this on YouTube rather than listening to the podcast because you can actually see what they look like. But if you are listening, that's totally fine and you want to get a better idea of what they look like, just check out the video later on. Okay, so without further ado, let's get into it. Uh, number five, we have the box step up. So this one you can technically argue is number one because when they've done studies, EMG, which detects muscle activation during a specific exercise, they found that for the glutes, it was actually the step-up variations that had the highest EMG rating, meaning the muscle contracts uh, the highest rate when doing step-ups compared to other exercises like squats, lunges, hip thrusts, uh, step-ups had the highest. You can easily modify this variation as well. So you can go body weight using no weight at all. You can use dumbbells. You can adjust the height of the box so you can go lower to make it easier. You don't want to go too high, otherwise it ends up being more of a stretch. Uh, but I like using the, the lowest setting of a box here, but you can definitely modify that as well. A nice little trick if you want to get more glute is when you're about to stand on the box, plant your foot down on the ground, hinge from the hips so you're leaning forward a little bit more. That torso has a slight lean forward and then drive up from the heel. Just make sure you keep your back straight and your core engaged. But by doing that, instead of being super upright all the time, is you're gonna get a little bit more uh, hip engagement, which you're gonna really feel in the, the glutes. And with any step up or step down exercise, make sure the step down portion is slow controlled, so you're not just stepping up and then dropping down to the ground, okay? So take your time, make sure you're able to control the descent. So that's number five. Number four, we have the single leg swing. So this one's going to be the toughest exercise. So if it's not going to be for everyone. You're going to need two things to be able to do this correctly. You're going to be able to hip hinge very well. So you make sure you can deadlift and your deadlift is on point. And you're going to be able to, you need to be able to generate power and explosiveness through your hips while you're hip hinging. So for this variation, I'm using a relatively light kettlebell. You don't need to go heavy. I'm also holding on to an anchor. So you can hold on to a wall here that just takes away additional or external stability that I'd have to use and it makes the balance a lot easier. Now if I was training specifically to try to improve my balance and stability then I would use no, no uh, sort of external holding onto a wall or anything like that uh, but you're also going to get less glute activation by doing that. Okay so what I'm doing here is I'm holding onto that wall. You can do this one with or without a weight. I'm forcefully flexing the hips and then driving them forward, almost like you're starting a, pen, a pendulum swing. And then at the top of each rep, I'm squeezing the glute, just to make sure you're fully extending the hip and then repeating. Okay, so it's just like a basic kettlebell swing. If you're comfortable with that, try it with the one leg. With any sort of single leg variation, you put a lot more demand on that muscle, so you're gonna likely feel it more. Now, it can be a little bit more challenging, but the good thing is when you're doing single leg movements, you're gonna be able to identify if there are any weaknesses or imbalances between the two sides, and oftentimes that's the case. And if you're not doing single leg training, what ends up happening is you end up doing more work on the one side without realizing it, 
further perpetuating that imbalance. So start with a lot of the regression variations here of the single leg work. So body weight, nice and slow. Don't worry about going too fast or too heavy. Make sure you can get the muscle activated and really feeling it the whole time and then progress from there. And that's how you really fix those issues if they are, if there are issues. So number four is the single leg swing. Number three, we have the single leg barbell hip thrust. So the barbell hip thrust has taken over a lot of popularity when it comes to glute training. And for good reason, it really does a good job of, uh, of working the glutes. It can be a little bit polarizing. So some people find it very uncomfortable, just not a very natural movement. I'm personally not a huge fan of this exercise because of the way it feels, but there's really no arguing its benefits. It does work. It gets the glutes working. So if you love this exercise, try it with a single leg variation. I find it much more comfortable a little bit more difficult to perform, but it's more comfortable and you're gonna feel those glutes just light up even more so than a regular barbell hip thrust. If you don't like the barbell part of it, you can go body weight. So even try this with a single leg, you could use a bench, you can use a tire, whatever it is that you're using, as long as you have some support on your back, you can use a mini band around your legs, you can use a dumbbell instead. So there's so many different ways to modify it. Very important how you set up the foot for this exercise. So if your foot's too close to your body, you're gonna end up feeling it more in the quads. And you're gonna wonder why is everyone feeling it in the glutes and you're not. And if your foot is too far away from your body, you're gonna end up feeling it in the hamstrings or calves. You might notice they start to kind of cramp up. So ideally when your hips are extended, when the hips are in the full extension position, your foot should be directly below your knee so that your, your shin looks nice and vertical. And then like any exercise here, that you're doing slow and controlled. You wanna make sure the descent is slow and controlled as well. And uh, really dig in the heels here when you're pressing up. You wanna try not to push up from the balls of your feet because you're either gonna feel the calves or the quads again by doing that. So dig in the heels, make sure the foot positioning is good. Start body weight just to get comfortable because this single leg variation is a lot tougher than the double leg variation. So don't expect to be able to use the same amount of weight or even half the weight for this one. Number two, we have a single leg squat. So visualize what this looks like. Get into a seated position, lift one leg off the ground, use the plant leg to lift yourself up. So you're standing up. From there, keep that one leg up and slowly descend until you're seated once again. Okay, so it's just one leg going from a seated position to a standing position, back to a seated position. Start this one body weight. This one's gonna be a lot tougher than it looks because it's not just a strength exercise, but you're also working on your hip stability, your knee stability, and your ankle stability. So the tough part here isn't necessarily going to be the getting up position. It's going to be the controlling, the going down portion. And the same thing I said with the hip thrust applies here as well with the foot positioning. You want that foot directly below your knee when you're standing up. The way to modify this to make it easier or harder is by adjusting the height of whatever surface you're using. So I'm using a tire here, but you can use a bench. You can even use a chair. The higher it is, the easier it's gonna be. So if you're struggling from this position, don't just give up on it. Start with a much higher elevation and then slowly work your way down because this is one of those exercises that really pinpoints if there are any deficiencies with your stability or even just single leg strength in general. So this can be a very humbling exercise if you've never tried it before. So instead of running away and avoiding it, just go from a higher elevation to make it a lot easier. Same thing with the last one, don't push up from the balls of your feet, either equal distribution throughout the foot or even more emphasis on the heel. Uh, slight lean forward is gonna get more glute activation. Try not to use too much momentum. So you'll see a lot of people swinging back and forth to get up. The goal here is to do it from a stable static position. And then number one, we have the kickstand or B-stance deadlift. 
So this variations, I'll show you, what it, I'll explain what it looks like first. So you're gonna have one foot in front, the other foot's gonna be slightly behind, and you're gonna be on the balls of your feet. That back foot, there's not a lot of pressure on it. It's just there for balance and support and stability. When you go to hip hinge like you would with the regular Romanian deadlift, you're putting the majority of your, your energy into that front foot. So dig into that back heel, get that correct hip hinge, and you're gonna feel a really deep stretch in the hamstring. So you might think this is a hamstring exercise, and it is, but you're gonna really load up the hips and work the glutes as well. This variation's also really good if when you deadlift normally, your limiting factor is the grip, and you don't really wanna work your forearms or your traps, you don't wanna go super heavy, but you really wanna work your hamstrings and glutes and get all the other benefits of a deadlift. You don't have to go nearly as heavy here, that single leg variation is going to, uh, it's gonna really work those glutes in a way that you're probably hoping that it will. So the kickstand deadlift, very versatile, and um, just play around with that back foot. So the stance is gonna be super important. You don't wanna to be too wide of a stance here, otherwise it becomes more of a stretch. You don't wanna to be too close, otherwise it's just very uncomfortable. So play around with that, st that stance. There's no right or wrong, it's just a matter of finding that right position for you. So there we have it guys, those are my top five glute exercises that you're probably not doing. So I highly recommend trying these out. Anything with single leg, you can go body weight to start and then working your way up. So really good way to go from regression to progression and work those muscle groups that you're looking to work. Hope this video helped. I will see you guys in the next one.